And uh, he gets done with it, and he says to this young, innocent girl, lady walk, working, uh, the self-checkout, he goes, you know, they need to get rid of this stuff. This is taking your job, and pretty soon you won't have a job at all. You, you need to tell your boss that I won't be continuing shopping here until you get rid of these things. Whoa. And, she, and then she went, okay. And then he walks away, and I look at her, and I, I just burst out laughing. And the guy heard me, and he turned around, and he kept on walking, you know. And she was like, I deal with this all the time. And I was like, hey, it's okay. Can you help me with my code? Exactly. <laughs> just to piss her off. <laughs> it's like, poor girl. You know, she's done nothing wrong. It's, you know, the, the, the computer's hey, taking your job here, you know. Except when the computer starts beeping, and you need someone with a car to go over there. Right, and put you in your birthday. Hello, and thank you very much for downloading this most recent episode of Movie Guys Podcast. You can download many more episodes at movieguyspodcast.podbean.com. Right off the bat, I'm not going to remember anybody's names. Um, not because I can't pronounce them. It's because we'll, we'll find out as the show goes on. We're talking about another A24 film. Talk to me. It's October. Getting ready for the Halloween season. Eric, how the hell are you doing? I was excited to talk about this. I still am excited to talk about this. These trailers did not disappoint. Uh, a trailer is everything. And if you get a good trailer, I think that speaks volumes to the movie. Especially when it's you know not like these extended two and a half minute long teasers to get to the three minute long trailer where it's... <laughs> Yeah, where it's just something. Uh, listen, here's the here's the idea. Here's the premise. Here's some scary bits, or here's some you know some tidbits here and or parts of the movie. I mean, and you can base your decision off of that. And we got that off of this. I was uh, excited from the start that I or from the moment I saw the trailer to this. How about you? Um, I was excited, and I think I'm getting into this love affair with A24, and I'm wondering why. Is it because? I think in my head that they are a great production company. Do I think, am I putting A24 on the pedestal? I don't know, but for some reason, every time there's like A24 presents, it's like, oh, I have to see this. Kind of like Orion back in the day for us, right? Oh, yeah. Um, but here's the funny thing. I, I went back to listen to some of our A24 reviews. I went back and uh, looked at their filmography. Um, and I... I actually don't like majority of their stuff, but for some reason, I, I just think that they're, they're this great thing. Spoiler, and I'm not giving my review of it total, but I don't like this movie. Oh. So okay. yet again, because last summer, you and I reviewed Bodies, 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 and in that review, I didn't like that movie either, and that was an A24 film. Sure, sure. I am excited to know why you did not like this movie because um, I I did enjoy it. I'm not going to to rant and rave and be like, oh my god, it's the best thing, but I definitely did enjoy this this movie more than I thought that I would. Um, there are some issues I, I have with it, but ultimately, I think it's a complete story. It it kind of just does what it's told, and I I actually was debating this morning thinking of just like oh this is you know what it reminds me of i guess is because this movie is the same type of allegory for maybe a teen experience just like how it follows was for sex this movie is to drugs i mean obviously eric that's one of the points i was going to bring up right that's that this is the don't say no this is your brain on drugs campaign Right, right, and yeah, that, uh, I get, I get if that if that is too like, glaring of a of a message where it's not as hidden as you would want it to be in the background. I can completely understand why people would not like this movie because it would play like an after school special then. Yeah, no, that's not the reason why I don't like it. Um, I mean, it was obvious. It's like, oh, teenagers are dumb. Like, because I watched it, um, I watched it. My wife asked me. Later, she goes, how was it? And I was like, it's, it's just about how teenagers are stupid. I mean, I mean that's what it is. Yeah, um, but this is part of the elevated horror thing. So I was doing a lot of digging and doing some research to prepare for this uh, this morning myself. And I found out that A24 would kind of like, not the Godfathers, but A24 is kind of like the production company that made elevated horror mainstream with The Witch you know, with that elevated horror stuff. 
we're going to make it super scary. We're going to let go of the big, loud bang noises of the mid 2000s that they had, right? Sure. And we're, we're going to make things scary. I'm going to tell you this movie wasn't scary. What I'm looking for is another barbarian. Uh, this movie did not uh, scare me. I don't think the movie was scary. Uh, also, I found the movie to be very, very extremely predictable. I'm looking for a movie like Barbarian where it was not predictable. I had no idea where that movie was going. Was okay. Barbarian a 24 film? It wasn't. I I don't believe so, but right. uh, I mean, but that's... we've given good reviews to a lot of A twenty four films. When you say that you don't like it, I mean, you had a lot of things to say about everything everywhere all at once, right? Uh, the whale, right. you like the witch. I love the witch. I love the whale. Everything all at once is hit or miss with me. Um, Have you seen I, you uh, know... like uh, Midsummer or uh, Hereditary? Those scary movies. I've seen those, didn't like those. I've seen Spring Breakers, didn't like that one. But didn't we? Didn't I also confuse Green Knight with A24? That's not an A24 film. Uh, wasn't it? Uh, what about uh, Uncut Gems? Uncut Gems, I don't like Uncut Gems. Uh, what was it that we watched recently, too? Um, that was A24, besides Bodies, Bodies, Bodies. It was something else. Um, oh, uh, the, oh, shoot. Uh, the, Irish, the Irish movie. Oh, shoot. We watched it last summer, dude. See that's the thing is the I'm movie. Pulling is up, so... I'm pulling up the 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 Northman. Like the Northman. Oh yeah, the Northman. Yeah, we didn't like that one. I mean, it had that one cool scene, but yeah, A twenty four I think feels like it it um it has appeal, you know, but uh, only so much. That's the thing, I guess, to kind of go off to finish this point. I may not like all the films that they make, but for some reason I respect them because I think that the movies. I think we can all agree that in the mid-2000s, horror was kind of bad, right? We got the paranormal activity and the saws and all that stuff in the mid-2000s, right? I don't think the filmmakers were taking it seriously. I think at least with A24, if, regardless if I like the movies or not, they're taking it seriously. And okay. they actually care about what they're making. You know what I mean? Yes. Green Knight so is that's also what, A24, by the way. And I did not want to watch Green Knight. That took me days to watch, but I ended up liking it at the end. So this movie, talk to me. Yeah, no, this movie. I asked if you want to review it. I don't think if you heard of it at the time until I showed you a trailer, and you're like, "Yeah, right." Or did you hear about this before? Either way, I saw the trailer, yeah. and, I, and I had said yes. Right. So this is kind of like a remake of a, a remake of the Monkey's Paw, if you think of it that way, but changed. Right. You get this severed hand uh, that kids touch to let spirits in. Um. I don't like this movie because I'm left with so many, many questions. Okay. And I don't think this movie gives me any answers. I think this movie is very vague. Um, also, another movie that we reviewed last year uh, that was horror, so I can get off of this, was Smile. And, and, and we kind of dug that. I I, I dug it. Um, right. But I see what you mean. Like This, this story definitely does feel like uh, something out of a... Um... I don't know, like a campfire, you know, book, I guess. That's just it, like scary yeah. s stories to tell around the fire. Yeah, yeah, it's scary stories tell in the dark, right? Those books in the 90s. Like, that's what this is. Um, I'm not saying the acting wasn't bad either, right? I mean, I actually quite enjoyed everybody's acting this. And the reason why I don't know their names is because I know we had, what, Riley as a character, right? Uh, yeah, Riley was uh, the boy. Rhea. Mia, I think, is the main Mia girl. Mia was the main girl. Main did girl. a uh, very good job. I thoroughly enjoyed it. Okay, so let's talk about the movie. So, uh, let's talk about Mia, it. Let's talk. <laughs> Mia's mom dies two years before this movie starts, and we don't know why, right? And she's kind of like, she's not a lashkey kid. I guess she kind of is, right? Her dad's kind of not there. And she has like just moved in and so to speak with her friends and, and her friend's mom, right? She's just there all the time. She's escaping. That's, that's flat out what it is. She had something traumatic happen to her. They don't know, you know, like there's no book or manual for it really. And so she doesn't know what happens next. So she's obviously escaping now and the anywhere movie... but home because her home's probably going to remind her of her mom. Right. Right. So, and I don't understand the father either, why he's not around. Um, now, I was confused, so I went on Wiki. It said that the mom died of a drug overdose. Does the movie say that the mom died of a drug overdose, or is it just heavily implied? 
because we see the scene of the dad dra- dragging the mom out of the bedroom with vomit on herself. Uh, she took pills. She took a handful of pills. So they did say that in the movie. Yeah, I think it was sleeping pills they said in the movie. So she did commit suicide. Uh, yes. Because I thought that now, letter, I know we're jumping, because I thought the letter was BS. I, thought I was going to say, there's, there's a curious part for you then, Jordan, is like the grand question is like, do you do you believe that she killed herself? No, no, I don't. I don't. Um, I No, because cause I think that letter that the dad uh, read to her at, towards in the movie, uh, towards Mia, um, I think I think that was that was so generic and like so like movie ish like oh I love you I'll always be here with you I was like that's something that dad would wrote right would would uh would uh write but so I don't know like I don't know if the movie's trying to say that the mom was also involved in this game <laughs> I I don't know um, right off the bat though the movie starts with a tracking shot of this huge party in this very nice neighborhood and everybody's talking a little strange and then i pause the movie and i go to wiki and i'm like oh this is an australian film oh good day mate oh look at that i was like why is there a kangaroo here we are uh this is an australian film uh nice houses nice area and by the it way looks it, a lot literally is a kangaroo it's not literally just... Not it's not Jordan. me joking. Yeah. Such <laughs> as a kangaroo. Um, yeah, I mean, like, it's it's not so drab and dreary like in uh, like in the Michigan areas of Barbarian or It Follows, right? Yeah. Like, it looks nice. That party and looked like it was a banger, man. I would love to have gone to that party. So this, so this dude, we don't know who this dude is, walks in. He's looking for a dude, right? The dude's looking for a dude. We don't know. We find out the dude's looking for his brother. And he breaks into this door and this, this, this brother's all cut up and he's trying to save his brother. His brother stabs the other brother, like in the shoulder area. And then he stabs himself in the head. And now we get a whole group. Now I was asking myself, would we get a whole new group? Is this going to be a whole new group or is this leading up to this? Like, are we going to do a backstory? Because I want to know more about what happened. No, that was pretty obvious. I thought when they started the movie like that, um, I guess as a you know professional watcher like us, I instantly went to just thinking, all right, well they're showing, they're giving us a glimpse of how this ends, of what the the long term effect is. It's right. kind of like the same part of in like The Ring, where it showed you what happened to the girl after seven days and now right. we're starting fresh with a new batch and uh this is this is how it starts this is where it goes and this is uh what there's they heard word about a gaza oh they saw videos on they saw videos yeah on the social media and they got them curious to be like oh we should try it we should try it oh i know so-and-so has it uh what was that person's name Haley. The dude and the dude and the girl. Yeah. Girl, yeah. So, by the way, since you brought up the ring, you know, and I know, that still to this day, that girl's face in the closet still haunts you. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Right. So, yeah, so, clearly about drugs. Let's just get into the, the chunk of it. Let's get into it. I love this idea. I think whoever came up with this idea is very clever. And the idea is that these kids, a la spin the bottle style, sit around and videotape their friends on their phones. Very stupid teenage stuff. And they bring out this severed hand. Now, for people who haven't seen the movie, it, it it's it's a hand, but it's encased in stuff. So it doesn't look like a bloody, disgusting hand, right? It's encased, and there's writings all over this hand. And it's like in a handshake mode. And the object of this game is you grab the hand and you say, talk to me. One you once you say talk to me, you see a spirit somewhere in the room, mostly in front of you, and nobody else can see the spirit. And all the time, well, not all the time. I say nine out of ten of times, the spirit is disfigured. It's ghastly. It's gross. It's disgusting. And then the object of the game is when you see the spirit, nothing bad's going to happen to you while you're holding the hand and say talk to me. But then you say I let you in. The spirit then possesses you, and everybody starts timing their phones for 90 seconds because somehow, somewhere, somebody 
has discovered that if you can leave, if the, the spirit can leave your body in 90 seconds, then you'll be safe. <laughs> right? Somehow they figured this out, and how they remove the spirit from your body is that they remove your hand from the severed hand. And the point of this whole BS. And blow out a candle. And blow out a candle. The whole point of this BS is that you get a euphoric high that you will never experience ever once the spirit leaves your body. That's the whole point. Right? Yeah, no, that's that's it. That's the hit. I love that idea. Yeah. That's clearly a metaphor for drugs, but that idea, whoever came up with that part, is brilliant. Yeah. I like that idea. It was really cool the way they showed the spirits just kind of uh flash into and everyone's kind of reaction to it and also that each di spirit was different every uh, time every time and you could kind of tell like the character of the spirit with how, because of how they were acting you know some of them right. that one was uh, obviously very uh, sexual one right. was just downright creepy like an old man creepy um then one was like wet yeah one was like a like a woman in a that was like oh a wet woman yeah so like so, so like this movie kind of brought me to beetlejuice in a way right because in beetlejuice world uh you look like the way you die yeah right so it's like you have like this wet guy and you have this other wet woman like oh they drown you know and you have an old man with nothing really on him it's so he just died of old age you know so i'm assuming it's beetlejuice logic um I, but this is but this is where I start my questions. I love this idea, but I don't like where the movie goes. I want to know more about the severed hand because we find out that there's multiple severed severed hands throughout the world later on. So it's like, where does this come from? Well, we don't the know that for sure. They're speaking a whole different language. I, again, they it could have just gotten past like Jumanji. But yeah, but the time was not that was not that long to be passed to wherever, you know what I mean? Like, they're on an island, for God's sakes. But she, this person, all, we're, we're flash, for, flash forwarding here. But yeah, no, time also works differently then because this person went from being on the road to getting up and going to the hospital to going into darkness, then going into shaking hand. You know, if we're going into the sequence at the end of the movie, what happens after she dies? Okay, fine. Right? Fair I, enough. I'm just saying that time right, works but... differently, and I, I looked it up too. There's a, people made a, a pretty good a lot of observations, and in, in the okay, movie good. as well too. All right. Um, especially when it comes to the possession part, because the two people who held the hand for longer than 90 seconds were Mia and Riley. Riley was the boy, the Riley younger was, brother. Riley was the boy, and also it's a great because uh, remember when they brought it up to the the guy on the bus. And he freaked out like you gave it to a kid, and it was the whole thing is you know he's a kid don't don't do it don't you know why would you yeah. do it? let a kid have it type of right. thing right you gave the heroin to the kid why would you do that that guy in the bus was that the brother that got stabbed in the shoulder yes I figured that was the brother that got so he knew it the brother that got stabbed on the bus knew it and he gave the hand to these new kids he didn't I don't know if he gave them or. If, well, how does these kids know him? Uh, because they were friends with his brother, the one that, that killed himself. So maybe he was the one that gave the hand up um, and was just like, here, I don't need it. Oh, yeah, that's right. He had told that the, the one guy uh, who had it. Oh, well, hold on. I know his name. Was it Chris Tyson? Um, that he could see the ghost without it. That he doesn't need it anymore. Because he, he held it longer than 90 seconds. Yeah, he's like, I, I don't need this to see them anymore. You can have it. Right. Remember, that's, that's, that was his right. excuse for giving the hand away. Giving the hand away. So what do you think of this idea, Eric, as you get possessed by a spirit, that these kids allow themselves to be possessed, not understand the, to understand the repercussions, to get a euphoric high? What do you think of that idea? Oh, sure. I... I think that's a great kind of a storytelling right there, just kind of showing what kids would do sometimes to, you know, what kind of dumb shit that they would do in order to get a little buzz. Right. So then, uh, maybe, maybe I, can, I relate to it because I was that kid. 
So Mia hangs out with her friend, what, Rhea? Yeah. Rhea. And Rhea has a little brother, Riley. And then Rhea's mom pretends to be like this cool party mom, right? She's just like, oh, you're going you're gonna to sneak out to go hang out with your friends. No, I'm not. Yeah, you are. You're just going to sneak out, aren't you? Right? The reason I'm bringing this up is that when the stuff is the fan, uh, that cool, hip mom clearly does not still become a cool, hip mom. Yeah. And it, it's kind of funny for me because it's oh, like that's not her character. I'm sorry. Mia, are you talking about her friend Jade? Is that who it is, the one with the mom and the brother? The brother is Riley of Jade. Yes. Who's Rhea? I, I don't know who Rhea is. I thought you were talking about Mia, the main character. Mia. I'm, I don't, again, I'm terrible. I'm bad with names. So they get the hand and we get this possession things and we think it's fun. And also Jade has a boyfriend who Mia kind of has the hots for, or he has the hots for her or they have done stuff together. They were friends. They are friends. And now her friend is dating you know him okay so it was the it was the boy that got her away friend is dating thing. her friend right so it's the boy that got away that's essentially what that is yeah i guess the, okay there seems to be some sort of longing there right so we get this wonderful the part of the movie where i perked up was when we get this wonderful montage of of all the kids doing this possession thing and just getting possessed by different things like you know like the one the sexual one making out with the dog and you know, just craziness. Uh, by, by, mind you, look at the eyes of a 36-year-old dude. I'm standing back here going, this looks dangerous as hell. I mean, like, talk about a drug, right? Because this is a metaphor for drug. You sit down, and they strap you down. And you're like, okay. Yeah. Okay. You know, oh, all right. And then you – so another question is, because yeah, I think kind the of movie, heroin, right? You had a tie off on that one. Yes, you know, I, I kept on thinking heroin because of them being tied. So if you just grab the hand and say, talk to me, you are not in danger at all of possession then, right? Yeah, I I would believe so. That's what the movie That makes tells sense them. to me. Right. So then the only way that you are in danger is if you say I let you in. Yeah. Gotcha. But we get the reverse in this movie as well. How so? There was a part when Mia was asking to talk to Riley. Because right. she had found out that you could say, let me talk to a certain ghost. And to her mind, that ghost would pop up. So... He kind of did. Well, when no, because when she... Asked for Riley, it was a little girl that came instead. And, you know, it was. Yeah, but she showed she showed her what happened, what's going on with Riley in the. Which I think world. confirms that once they are linked, the ghost has access to your thoughts. Gotcha. Well, that makes sense in a standard possession movie, right? We just reviewed Pope's Exorcist. Yeah, a while I, back. <laughs> so that's why the, the ghost is, was like, you know, knows who that she was looking for and why the ghost who stayed with her because she was over 90 seconds was able to mimic her mom. And as the movie progressed, the ghost slowly started to turn in to that woman, started to get more bloated, started to get more wet. Was that the woman? I thought the ghost turned into the old man. Well, it become more disfigured. It was losing okay. the image. It was losing the image. Yeah, by the way, uh, because we're in sync, um, no pun intended, did you, when you see the little girl ghost towards the end, did you think of Sixth Sense like I was? Or not? <laughs> I mean, I was like, oh, little girl, ghost, I wonder what happened. Oh, jeez, so. yeah. No, yeah, I, right? not, not the first one that I thought of, but it's just like... Okay. I don't know what I was thinking. I was, I was thinking okay. there's a little girl ghost. What are we, maybe 13 ghosts? So then the movie tries to get us scared a little bit where uh, Riley, this 
preteen, probably not 18. He, he, he's not preteen. He's 13, 17 years old kid, and he really wants to do this because everybody else is doing it. It just seems freaking fun to get possessed by his spirit because that makes sense. So he wants to get possessed, but immediately he sees his mom. Now we find out because we're kind of jumping everywhere that that the spirit, the ghost that he sees is actually not his mom, right? Uh, because, right. because well, uh, 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 no, uh, is that is that true though? That's the question I have because he says, "Talk to me." We don't see the ghost, but he does, and he kind of is freaking out. Right. So I'm, but I'm asking you though, did he actually see his mom ghost? And then once 90 seconds, he was overtaken by another spirit or was that always the bad spirit? No matter what. No, that, that makes sense to me that maybe it was her mom and that, um, because he stayed overstayed 90 seconds that allowed him to be kind of, you know, uh, more vulnerable and weaker to be right. overtaken by something more powerful, which obviously it was. That's what I'm thinking. I'm with you on that, for sure. Right. Because I'm also curious about these spirits. Like, these all seemed like damaged spirits. So is this supposed to be like their uh, Valley of Ashes going off of, you know, that book? Uh, Great Gatsby, there we go. Is this supposed to be purgatory like i mean like are these are these those kind of spirits that's what I'm is, is that what is, is that it, what this is this is kind of like a purgatory we got to see a flash of him in hell which um i think the director said that their directors said that there was actually more footage of there was more what more there's bonus footage of riley in hell that they didn't get to that they had to cut oh where he was like and like in a being tortured in hell. Apparently, they they. It didn't look tortured. It looked like it was something else going on. Yep, it looked like like that, like it the looked end, like, like the end of the movie Perfume. <laughs> so okay, all right. No, I'm just curious about this mom. Okay, so then, um, Riley gets of course right. Okay, so this is where. This is where, okay, so you can see me, the audience can't. This is where I'm doing this, right? I'm kind of sitting up, like, okay, this montage is fun. This is stupid kids. And then Riley gets possessed. I'm, I'm still into it. And then once he stays longer than 90 seconds and things start going to crap, I do this. You know, I kind of sit back in my chair and fold my arms. She's like, I see where this is going, right? And it's like, oh, okay, all right. So it's the young kid who's never done heroin before that took too much, and now he's OD. That's what's happening. Um, he gets possessed by this old man, right? Let's just let's just call this spirit old man, right? Because I don't know what what the name is. So old man spirit possesses him, and then he, for some reason, the old man spirit decides to slap his head around the tables. All this cliche this kid, up, man. He he did not look good. Uh, and his then, eye, like trying to pull his eye out of its socket and stuff. That was crazy. I actually like that visual. And then what only saved this kid from not dying was uh, Jade put her hand down for the fatal blow, if you will, for his head to hit her hand to fall off. Why do the spirits want to kill everybody? Because we're messing with them? Is is that why? But just I mean, like, because it's scary? I, why does this old man want to kill this kid? I don't know. I'm assuming that they're maybe they're just trapped in purgatory and... They are don't care. Okay, maybe that. I, I, mean, I can't ask a spirit, you know, why it does it, what it does. I'm just asking. I mean, I, I do. These are I, I, I don't church are enough questions. to be able to ask that question. So this kid is completely messed up, right? I mean, this kid looks like Rocky from Rocky One, right? Just completely, just battered. Yeah. Just bad. And, of course, this is where the cool hip mom's no longer cool and hip. Mia's freaking out. But Mia held longer than 90 seconds, too, right? Absolutely. So now the spirit is not possessing her, but the spirit is now haunting her. Yeah. That's that's what's going on. So, old. okay, so, I, okay, so now I'm confused. So Mia does it for the first time. She's fine. 
but now with the Riley possession, he he holds it longer because she feels that he's talking to her mom. But how does she get so, haunted? So there's a few details here. One okay. is that um, reminders that the brother on the bus had said that, oh, don't worry, you know, he's, you know, the, those spirits will, you know, asking about the Riley. He had said that it just takes a little bit longer for them to escape, but he'll be fine. If, as long as you just do it once, he's like, you know, so when you say 90 seconds, it's not necessarily, uh, you know, a known time limit, but it's just kind of like an average because anything longer than that, you end up like that kid. So, okay. you know, so he had said that, um, like, because he knew he's just like, you know, that it'll, he'll be fine, you know, just wait a little bit longer. And they even said, uh, Jade had said later on that, oh, like, you know, he's starting to, to, come around he's starting to talk better you know and be more lively so they were hinting that he was going to be okay mia keeps on doing it and she does it to a point when we see that uh, when we thought she was talking with her mom where it does like this this top view shot of her in bed with her mom cuddling her and right. she's holding the hand as when she's sleeping she is holding the hand. Yeah, that she was like little spoon and mom was big spoon and she was holding the hand like hand. She, but she didn't say let me in though, or I let you in. She just said talk to me. I I mean. So does that defeat the whole? Who knows what she said that night. Yeah. So but that the was. Point, I think that they were trying to say is that she was with it all night. She was doing the drugs all night. So therefore, she's totally haunted at this point. Yeah, like there's no coming back from this. Yeah, she's she's far gone. She's she's committed. She's she knows she doesn't care about the consequences anymore. She's going all in. So what was with her and her dude friend? Uh, they were sleeping in the same bed, and all of a sudden, you get that stereotypical, you know, like what's in the corner shot, and it's this heavier set woman it's the ghost of, yeah right just this wet hair you know and she puts the dude's whole foot in her mouth yeah what was what was was she trying to eat it or was this a sexual reference or was this just trying to be scary i'm not too sure what the what this was maybe it was um a reference to him seeing a friend do something not normal that scared him. Right, because he wakes up and he doesn't see a ghost sucking on his foot. He sees her with half of his foot in her mouth and her eyes are rolled back. You know what I mean? Yeah, and so maybe I, I, that's, that that's like, a, like a, you know, like a seizure or something like that. You know, maybe he is seeing this girl, you know, having the side effects of a drug um, kind of withdrawal or something. And... You know, it freaks him out because, again, he sees this friend who they have an intimate moment uh, that night, you know, kind of confiding in each other. And now um, he gets to see this this person, you know, this this right. addict. And, he's, and he goes, holy shit, I got to get out of here. So is the movie – okay, so obviously the movie is sitting on the metaphors that this is a drug. And it is alleged that her mom died of pills or a drug overdose. Are we saying that the apple doesn't far from the tree in this movie because she's now an addict like her mother, if you will? Is that does, what the apple does not far from a tree? Okay. And I I'm think no, 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 I, no. It's not that. It, it's I think pretty much it, the ghost is just in her head, and because she wants her mom. Yeah, and knows that that's how she that that's how they can get in is through her mom is like that's the weak point that's her grief you know that's the message of this movie is that you know teens who turn to something to uh to treat their grief as you know as aside from doing something else this right. is kind of the the effect so because all she wants is her mom back her dad is not involved at all I mean, like, by the way, parent of the year to the dad, right, of Mia, right? 
Like if my daughter oh. comes home looking the way she does and just cries and cries and cries and is freaking out and freaking out, and then she says, I'm going to go, no. <laughs> you ain't going nowhere. Like I just well, – it's parent of the year here. Well, Poor dad. Yeah, because it showed very much that like he was calling her and she'd constantly put him on, on hold or ignore her, you know, and not pick up his calls. She's just so, you know, off his radar uh, intentionally. And he's probably trying, being like, holy, you know, holy sh- Carl, I, I lost my wife. I don't want to lose a daughter, too. And he's probably trying to reach out. He even confesses, right? That just like, hey, listen, uh, I have not been truthful to you. I lied to you. More than likely just to, um, I don't know, kind of preserve some honor for her mom. To make it seem like, oh, it was an accidental death rather than, no, no, your mother was just severely depressed and she hated everything every day until today when she killed herself. And here's a note that says that it's it's a hard truth. And I, I don't is, believe that, though. Is one is it too obvious? Is it is it too easy of an answer? Or is it it was pretty obvious. I That's the list of the message I got from this movie is um through those through those tones and through that, that kind of maybe body language is how I came to that conclusion. Not I'm that, wondering if he's an enabler. And that the ghost, yeah, the other part, who made her believe that the guy was not her father and that he needs to die because he is actually a, a killer and killed you know me, your mother. Uh, you know, I wanted to be with you. He killed me and made all that deception. It was just a bored spirit just spinning, you know, those lies. Right, but I totally agree with you on that. What I don't agree with is the letter, just because I think that letter was written by the dad for the mom. I think he was trying to save his daughter from whatever trauma that she was going through that he could not understand, Uh, you know, that kind of thing. Um, I like the fact, though, that the ghost had, like, had like double ghost, right? Cause she was talking to her mom ghost. And then like, there was a banging at her door. There was pretending to be her dad. And then turned out to be her dad. And she stabbed him in the neck, right? With scissors. Yeah. Like, I was like, oh. okay, that's, that's interesting. Um, so I mean, like this, this movie's not long, but this movie kind of hits its beats and towards the end of it here. Oh, also we didn't talk about, uh, where they try to get Riley out of it, where he's in a shower, and he gets possessing and is banging his head against um, like the tile. Now, surgery shows I don't like. Right, you know, sometimes Gina watches surgery shows. You know, I don't like seeing inside. Blood has never bothered me. Right, I watch Walking Dead and stuff like that. Like blood doesn't bother me. For some reason. This movie, I don't know if it was the actor or how they filmed it, but for some reason, when Riley was possessed again for the second time in the in the shower room, and he was on the floor and he was licking his own blood, for some reason, I was like, "Oh God!" I felt a little squeamish a little bit, and I and I, I was saying, "Why are you feeling squeamish? Like this isn't that big. Of, it's fake." But it's like, I don't know. Like, was is, is that mean it's a good movie at that point for me? You know, I think like, it, it just shows that the, the um, that Joe Bird is the the actor's name and Sophie Wilde, the the actress's name for Mia, I think were awesome at getting possessed. They did a really good job. I don't know. I actually I actually think they did a good of a job as the kid in Pulp's Exorcist. I don't think they did a bad job either. We talked about that, though. Um, oh, geez. But, uh, well, then uh, them and the, the, the makeup team, I think, just worked out because, uh, man, hitting the back of your head like that on tile just, ooh. It looked, it looked good. It, it looked, looked real good. good. Yeah. Now, call me stupid. Uh, what's the metaphor with the kangaroo? Because it come back. It come, it's in the beginning. It's at the end. So, obviously, there's a story arc here. Then what I mean by that is, for people who haven't seen the movie yet, if you're listening to the review, is in the beginning of the movie, Mia – and her dude friend is driving down the road. No, Mia and Riley are driving down the road, the younger brother. And they're singing. They're having a good time. And then there's this kangaroo that got was a hit and run, kind of like a deer. And they drive past or something. So that kangaroo comes back. Metaphor is you're dead. It, what, what's the point? Is there a point? Um, 
I'm I'm sure there is. Like I'm sure you can kind of bring it. See, oh, that's why I asked that question because there's no reason for it. Well, if yeah, it's well, not obvious, there's no reason. Well, if you see an animal kind of like that squirming in the road, that's obviously been been hit like that and just dying a slow death, uh, wouldn't you? Is it humane, not humane, to put it out of its misery? I mean, in my area, yeah, but I don't know how they do it in Australia. <laughs> I mean, you take your gun out, you shoot in the head, you walk around. Oh, you got some jerky here. Yeah, I, I, I just don't know what the metaphor is. And I mean, call me stupid, like I said. Like, I, I don't know if there's supposed to be a symbolism that, you know, that she was this wounded animal ever since her mom died and she's always wounded. I don't know. But it's, it's, I just don't understand it. And I don't know why it's there again. It's just silly to me. But this is where we get the big climax, right? This is where Mia knows what to do. She's talked to the people, right? We've gone through all the bases. We hit the beats, right? And now she's getting ready to face uh, face the spirit who is now possessed Riley, right? So now the so so now the spirit has left her and has gone to Riley, or is the same spirit possessed Riley possessed her or haunting her? I'm looking up the kangaroo thing. I, I now you okay. got to be really curious here. You see what I'm saying? Okay, we're back to the kangaroo thing, but. Well, because you're right. I, I'm, you know, just like you, a one for, you know, if they put that scene in a movie, then it's there for a reason. Right. And not often do you see a just a kind of a pointless scene that was either left on cut or too much cut, you know, without explanation. So I'd like to see if it's uh, if it's supposed to mean anything, which I'm sure it does. It means something, but I don't I don't see what the meaning is. Uh, yeah. Emphasizing and holds immense significance in the movie storyline. Um, geez, I, I wish you'd just go to the last paragraph on these, huh? Right. <laughs> I just, I just didn't understand. So, uh, okay, so let's go back to my original question before the kangaroo thing. Back to the kangaroo thing. So, she looks down at Riley, and it's not Riley, it's this old man's spirit that's, oh, like, yeah. burned. Right? Yeah. So, my question is, again, is did the old man burnt spirit possess Riley but is haunting Mia? Because we find out the big, oh, the big twist, not a twist, but the big reveal is that this has not been your mom ghost spirit. This has been the old man ghost spirit, and he's been playing you to kill Riley because that's what spirits do. Yeah, I mean, you could also assume that the spirits are kind of in cahoots with each other. You know, that one, you know, kind of tells the other, you know, if they're like a, who knows, I, you know. Do they all talk to each other? Like, this is a legitimate question. I'm not trying to make it smart-assy. But do they talk to each other? Like, hey, there's a bunch of idiot kids that are touching hands. You know what I mean? Like, this is pissing us off. Like, yeah. I, I, I don't get the motive of it. Um, but she wheels out Riley, but we see his old burnt man and her mom, the yeah. other spirit, but not her mom. And they're on the, like this bridge, this, this ramp going down to the highway. And they're just like, just, just push him down, let him get hit. And, you know, everybody's running to stop. Well, Jade's running to stop. And a body hits a car. And, you know, we're made to believe that it's Riley, but, oh, nope, 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 it's Mia. And she got ran over. I mean, she's dead. She killed herself. Question, on purpose or an accident? Uh, there seems to be speculation online that uh, this spirit, who was, again, convincing her over her shoulder the entire time, had said something that gave her away and... Mia, you know, snapped out of it, kind of had that moment of we're just like, oh, wait, that's right. This is a spirit in my head and chose to kill herself versus killing Riley. Right. Some people also like to think that the, the spirit pushed, but um, I don't know. I don't know what to believe. I think I like that where the, the spirit kind of gave itself away and... Mia, uh, in her moment, chose to sacrifice. 
that's what I think. That's what the movie was telling us. She she sacrifices herself, and then all of a sudden we follow Mia. Right? She's in a hospital. She sees Riley's doing better. She sees her dad leaving the hospital. I mean, as soon as she wakes up in a hospital, well, I'm sorry, no, I lied to you. As soon as a body hits a car, and the camera pans and she rises up, it's like, oh, okay, Mia's dead. I mean, obviously, right? And then the big like, oh, thing is she's in this blackness. She's in this darkness. All of a sudden she sees this light. She sees this light. Then she sees this hand with a candle and she grabs the hand. And that's where another group of kids who are not speaking English say, talk to me. Yeah. Nice so, little, uh, yep. And that he's a part of the game. So you have not changed my mind then. Because I said in the beginning of the episode that I don't like this movie, and you said you were excited to talk about it. So I'm kind of curious what your overall review is, because I don't like this movie then. I thought you were going to change my mind on it. Maybe you're going to answer questions that I didn't know. Um, maybe there was more things to it that I didn't see. Uh, but my uh, obviously, since we pressed record this, my opinion has not changed. I, I just think it was a... a quick movie and well done movie like this flat out what it is uh, you know keep it simple and I think that's I think that's really what they did and that's really what I think I like about A24 is that sometimes they can just pop out a, a, a jam you know just just a little a little beat in I think I think it worked as far as a horror movie goes I think it was in that realm of you didn't have to ask too many questions you know, because it was kind of all going to be the same answer anyway. But, you know, it was, again, pretty broad on what it was trying to do here, and I think they succeeded in doing it. And was this better than Cobweb? No. Uh, see. Think about that. That's one of the other horror movies we reviewed. Is this better than Cobweb? Because I don't know yet. Well, yeah, I guess in terms of what? Because I think in story this was maybe – a little bit better than, than Cobweb. I had a lot more questions in Cobweb that were left unanswered. Uh, in this movie, again, they, I kind of got all of them answered here. Um, again, I liked uh, the element, the prop that they had with that hand was pretty cool. Um, maybe the, the the other thing, too, is that like a lot of these movies and shows that are based in like Australia and like the UK, it's always just like a house filled with like young people and the adults parents are never there you ever seen skins like the, the, there's just no adults just involved anywhere in these kids lives it's just mayhem in these streets i i don't get it i don't know if i was maybe overparented when i was a kid but it felt like you know like there was there was always an adult somewhere that would just kind of always be always be watching and be like, hey don't do that put that down right Right. You know, just like what? How do they see me? Whereas you know these these kids are like you know they got like fifths at like fourteen years old. They just, and they just have they have, they have choice. They have so many options for fifths, and they're all drinking like clear vodka, like clear liquors and stuff. Just geez, these kids are just going hard. Maybe it's different in Australia, right? I, I don't know. Let's 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 get into our popcorn rating, right? Um. I asked you a question a second ago. Is this better than Cobweb? You and I both gave Cobweb uh, a small. Um, and again, I asked myself at the end of this review, why do I like A24? Is it because I respect that they are trying to, well, that they respect the craft? That's what I think they ultimately do. So since they respect the craft, I respect them. Let me give you another, yeah, the, the, another Hail Mary, I guess, here. Uh, Russell Wilson is. And it's. It's a twenty-four for a reason. Like they, they're making something that you're not going to see all the time. You know, mm -hmm. like again, I said this story was pretty simple, and it sure was. But um, there hasn't been a horror movie out like this in a little bit where you could just kind of tap into the supernatural and the way they do it. It's it's kind of fun. Um, it yeah. did play a little bit more like a Black Mirror episode, though. I can see. You know, just because of that runtime, it felt like you could kind of uh, cut out a little bit more and just kind of make it in, into that. But the other part is um, the acting. I, I think the acting was, was awesome. I really liked the the main character in this. I think she was she was great. At first, I didn't until she got possessed. And I was like, oh, wow. She's, yeah. she's it. 
but like even the dad, um, it was pretty good. That uh, that boyfriend, the ducket guy, he can he can he can go duck it. You know what I mean? He can go duck it on a dog because that's what he did. Um, yeah, yeah. But uh, that's what I kind of like like about eight twenty four is that you know how many times are you going to get a movie from uh, Danny and Michael? I'm not going to pronounce their last names. Right. You know, because uh, these are the guys that did, uh, oh, they worked on Babadook. Oh, okay. Don't, yeah, no, 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 don't say uh, that. Like, Why, like, Babadook's not bad. Well, they, I think they, they're credited happy for cheek. camera and electrical department. Yeah, happy cheek, though. Come on. So, that, so they, they worked on, they weren't part of this writing set. But, but you know, they got some experience. They got some experience yeah, making the Babadook. And um, you know what? And they, they started out making this this kind of, you know, not, not necessarily a challenging movie, I'd say. I'm going to give it a medium. I mean, flat out. Uh, it's, it's not, it's better than Cobweb, which we both gave a small to. I don't think it's a large, though. I, I, I do like the idea of teenagers getting, being stupid teenagers and getting possessed by spirits, I'm laughing because it's ridiculous, and then get out of it in 90 seconds because it's a euphoric high. It's just, who who figured this out? <laughs> you know what I mean? So um, I like that idea. I think that this is uh, Gen Z's It Follows. Um, I feel that um, this movie... May grow legs, maybe. Um, I don't think it's hyped as it should be. I mean, that I think that movies are different nowadays. Like, I think this movie would have came out when we were in college. This movie would have been perfect, right? It is one of its highest grossing A twenty four. That is one of its highest grossing films. One of the one of the highest grossing. So I don't know, right? I mean, it's uh, number four we'll on their list right now. I I just I I, I do like the acting. Um, I went into this review knowing I was going to give a medium. I was hoping that you would change my mind a little bit. Maybe you saw something I didn't see. Uh, but overall, without repeating myself constantly, the concept and the idea of the possession for a high is a great idea. I just wish they would have told a different story. So with that, though, Eric... What is your popper rating for talking? Try to change your mind because I agree with you. This was a, a medium back. Listen, I, I enjoyed the watch. I think um, kind of all parts of it were were great. Were were great to to watch. I um, again was invested from from start to finish. It didn't leave me, you know, kind of questioning what was going to happen. I kind of knew what was going to happen next. Right. Uh, but at the same part, like um, it just told a nice little ghost story. I I kind of just enjoy that. There's there's something about it, you know, th- the enjoyment of just just kind of getting this, uh, not necessarily um, you know, just kind of a, a new story, but like done the same way. Right. And I I just enjoyed it. It's it's those are the ones that stand out, and so I would recommend it for that, just because it, it you know just kind of cleanses the palate. It's you know it's. It's that song on the radio that you don't want to admit that you like, but you know what? Like, you know what? That was a pretty good, you know? I think I do like Backstreet Boys. I want it that way. I do like Billie Eilish, yes. I'm not going to say that. I'm not going to go that far. Fair enough. I live by an airport. I'm sure the audience heard that. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, but um, yeah, no, it, it's like it, it, that part in... in any movie or, or music where you just kind of appreciate that that little subtle kind of part of it, and you just say, "Oh, that was that was good. I I enjoyed that." You know, it right. wasn't quite like a merry-go-round, but it was a it was just a good, solid movie. I just have don't really have a whole lot to negative to say about it. I have a lot more to, you know, compliment it. Right. I, 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 I guess I was hoping that this was going to be this year's Barbarian. Um, let this Around this time last year, I will remember a lot. You know, like, because have you ever had a moment in your life for you, Eric, or just people listening in general, where it's like st- stupid, silly moments in life uh, that you should not remember at all, but for some reason you remember them vividly, right? Yeah. yeah. 
So for some reason, you and I had a one-two punch last year where we had, well, around this time last year where we had Barbarian and it was like, oh my God, like I still love that movie. And then we had this in between with Clerks 3, which just broke our hearts. And then Halloween Ends destroyed us. Like I remember those, I, I, I just remember our reviews. I remember watching those movies. I remember how I felt about all three of those movies this time last year. And I don't know, watching the trailers, getting excited for it, ready to go see this. Uh, I was hoping that it was going to be like, oh, it's going to be this year's Barbarian. It was it was going to get like an extreme reaction out of me. And I guess I'm, I'm, I'm disappointed because the concept is cool, but it didn't leave me feeling one way or another. And I'm, I'm disappointed, I guess, maybe in myself, but I just was waiting for that moment. Well, I, I think we're kind of saying the same thing where I, I appreciate it for how um, kind of a little a little bit that it was a little chump, I guess, that it was. And here you are kind of still hungry, wanting more. Um, yeah, I I would agree with that. Like this is. Yeah, like I said, it, a better played is like a Black Mirror episode. It doesn't. You know, hour and a half seems a bit too long, even for this kind of movie. Yeah, like a solid hour would be good, right? Yeah, I, I, mean, I yeah. feel like it's kind of a, like a simpler story. But I see what you're saying that in um, a bigger movie, there would be they would give you more questions that would they would have answers. You know, kind of like um, you know, is it a, one spirit or two? Is it a bad spirit? Is it was it her mom? you know kind of building that suspense a bit more i can see where they could add a lot more to this to the story sure and um, i can see why you would be wanting more i guess um that's just just maybe how i was feeling like um tired i guess <laughs> I <was just> like, <laughs> yeah i was like oh this movie's done great all right i'm gonna turn this off go to bed go to bed yeah, uh, yeah. Overall, medium bag for Eric and I. Uh, we're not saying this movie's bad for you, those of you who are listening. It, it's 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 a fun movie. Check it out. But it's it's not I nothing. Would recommend very... you to put it in your queue to to give it a watch. Yeah, absolutely. So with that being said, thank you so much for downloading this most recent episode of Movie Guys Podcast. You can check us out at Movie Guys Podcast at Podbean.com. But we all know that you listen to us on your apps on your phone. So wherever you get your podcast from, we are on. Thank you so much for downloading us. And like always, we'll be back next Thursday for another awesome episode. Have a good night. I did have a boomer moment. Oh, you we went to, one? well, we went to, I, there's this place establishment called sign of the beef carver. And it was once a chain. What's it called? The sign of the beef carver. And it was once a chain. Now it's really only one, maybe two locations. That's my porn name, by the way. But go on. Yeah, yeah, you're welcome for that. And I loved that place because my grandparents used to take us. What did they serve there? It was like a Ponderosa or was it an actual sit down? It is. Okay, so basically I want to say that the people who started it was were just like, you know what was really good? Military mess hall. Let's turn that into a chain restaurant. And okay. they did. Okay. When you walk in, there's no greeter. You just walk in and you grab a tray and you go and you go down the line. And it's just like people like me, I love this shit because it is just efficient. I'm not talking. I don't have to waste my time with oh, where do I where where do I go? Who boom, right through the door. It, it ropes guiding you. You're going here. Here's the trays. Pick it up. You're going down the line. Boom. And as soon as you go down the line, there are people just like, all right, hey, this is what we're having. What do you want? And you just you just go down and be like, uh, yeah, I want that. And I want that. And they have a big old roast there for you. Okay. And they'll cut. And they'll cut straight off that a big old roast. And they'll be like, here you go. And they'll and they'll drown that shit in gravy. Jordan, they they drown that shit in gravy. The brownest oh, yeah. gravy that you've ever seen. Oh. Yeah. And uh they have a meatloaf if you want that, which I usually get. Yes. And mashed potato. They sir, would you like mashed potatoes? Like get put it on what the hell did you think I came here for? Two questions. Meatloaf have ketchup with it. No, no. This okay. is a very Fancy. a very 
yeah, it's it's like the brown um uh, kind of a I don't know, it's it's a very oh, what's the word I'm looking for? Salisbury steaky. Yeah, it's it's almost like a like an au jus kind of, you know, just um Second it's, it's, question. It's very nice. Is it white gravy or brown gravy for the mashed potatoes? It's brown. Everything is the brown Everything's gravy. Brown. Okay. Unless unless brown. they have like a turkey, like right. a you know a Thanksgiving pot pie thing or something going on. Right. Yeah. And you All right. Go down. So you, you pick okay. the sides. Yeah. You know you get your drinks, which I got an off uh, off brand drink, which is I don't even remember the name. It was called like Sparkles or something like that. <laughs> and it really was, and it was like a sprite. You know. There's, yeah. We sparkles. don't have sprite. We have sparkles. Like yeah. Okay. Is there's more sugar in it? Of course, bring it over. Yeah. Um, but here's the thing: is that you go down the end of the line and you pay for it. But while they you pay for it, their employees come and they pick up, up the tray and they go, "Would you like a table or booth?" And you go, "Uh, you know, I'd like a table." And they just they find they bring the food for you that you picked out on the tray and they walk it over. They find a table and they put it down. They set it all everything up for you. You know, take it off the trays. Put the uh, the place setting down the napkins, knife, forks, anything else, and they walk you to your table. And they go, "Can we get you anything else?" And you could ask for a bunch of stuff. We asked for pickles. They didn't have the beets anymore. I guess they ran out. But we had the the pickles, and they they give you a nice healthy amount of of pickles. And they're like the uh, the the rigid, you know, chips. It was right. oh, they were good. They're crispy. Was it one price for all? Like you walk in, like this is our lunch price. Grab whatever you want. Doesn't matter how much you got. It's it's five dollars for this lunch. It's it's not necessarily that. Obviously, they charge for the sides and drinks, you know. But it's basically the tier system, you know. It's like hey, we have the main plate, this much, you know, six dollars. We have main plate with sides, you know, eight dollars. Main plate sides roll nine dollars. Main plate sides food roll drink. You know, it's it's pretty okay. much kind of the the tier right there, you know. And so, do you want the one, two, or the three? 